Welcome to your new home. Wow, huge. Hold it, Jeffrey. Wait for the nice man to let us in. Doesn't look that big to me. Jackie has a bigger house. And she also has a lot more money than we do. Wow, I've heard of these kind of houses. Modeled after the late 20th century houses, right? That is correct, sir. I like the modern day houses better. They have more automated systems. Why, I bet we even have to flush the toilet here. Maggie! <laughs> Don't you worry about that. This house may look old, but it has lots of features you'd find in any modern house, including this very special one. Keeper Unit 13670 online and ready to serve. There is nothing wrong with your audio-video device. Do not attempt to scan. We are controlling transmission. If we wish to make it louder, we will bring up the volume. If we wish to make it softer, we will tune it to a whisper. We will control the treble. We will control the bass. We can roll the image. Make it flutter. We can change the focus to a soft blur, or sharpen it to crystal clarity. For the next interval, sit quietly, and we will control all that you hear and experience. We repeat, there is nothing wrong with your audio-video device. You are about to participate in a great adventure. You are about to experience the awe and mystery which reaches from the inner mind the Outer Limits. It is said that we are not born with a soul, but we have to earn one. Therefore, is it possible for anything with the spark of life to earn one? Even a machine? Wow, a hologram! <laughs> That's hologram. I thought these were only in the most expensive households. I certainly didn't expect it in one with my price range. This is an older model, and is therefore priced lower. Damn thing isn't even solid. Maggie, what did I say about that language? I can become solid at command and become this way also at command. I also change back and forth automatically as my duties needed to be. Would you like... Maggie! Hey, am I the only one that wanted him to shut up? <laughs> well, yes. Kids will be kids. Here are smaller activation devices you can put on the walls throughout the house for easy calling of him. When will the new furniture arrive? Are we going to have to sleep on the floor again? I have a data stream delivery for you from the, uh, diddle moving service. Finally! Hmm. Sure beats lugging it all in piece by piece. How may I serve you, sir? Call me David. I've never liked being called sir. Okay, David. How may I serve you? I want you to spend some time with each of my family to get to know them better. Just so it won't be awkward. Yes, David. I am glad to get to know my new masters. Should I start with you? No, I'm tired right now. Maybe tomorrow. Yes, sir. 
the hell are you doing in my bedroom? David told me to get to know his family. Well, I don't want to get to know you, so get the hell out of my bedroom. Maggie, watch your language and treat him with respect. Why should I? He's only a machine. He's not human. He may be a machine, but in a way he's part of our family now. And you will treat him with the same respect as you would your own family. Okay, you want to know about me? Yes, very much. I don't like to be disturbed. There, that's better. Where is he? I don't know what you're talking about. You know exactly what I mean, young lady. <laughs> Look, Dad, I don't like that thing, and there's no reason for that thing to get to know me. That thing is... it's not a... I'm sorry about that. It won't happen again. Did I handle that wrong? <sighs> no, she just doesn't like artificial things. She never has. Should I go and get to know Jeffrey now? No, it's getting too late. You can start it again tomorrow. Yes, David. So what do I do with you at night? Just shut you off? If you leave me on, I will watch over the house and keep you safe. <sighs> okay, do that. The next morning, David gets up and goes downstairs to download the paper. He goes and gets a cup of coffee and enters the living room. When he sees the hologram sitting in front of a completed painting, he drops the glass and it shatters as the coffee splashes all over the floor. Where did you get this? I am not sure, David. All I remember is seeing a scene and then putting it on paper. You did this? That's impossible. It is not impossible. For if it were, then I couldn't have done this. Honey, what is all the commotion? Oh, I didn't know you took up painting again. I didn't. Somehow he painted this. <laughs> Very funny. But seriously. I am being serious. But that's impossible. As I told David, that if it were impossible, then I wouldn't have done it. Oh, I get it. He must have seen the image in a book and copied it. I didn't know there were holograms programmed to do so. I didn't. I am not sure how, but I saw this scene instead of my usual visual images, and I duplicated it. You saw it, as in imagined it? That's impossible. Holograms don't have an imagination. As I said, if it was impossible... We get the idea. Can you do another painting? I have not seen another image to copy, David. I would need another one. It's time for the kids to wake up. Do you mind doing that for me? Not at all, David. I am happy to serve. <laughs> I've got to get him to stop doing that. Maggie, it is time to wake up. It's time to wake up. David told me to wake you up. I told you! Stay the hell out of my room! Ah! Cool! So you can just warp anywhere you want? Anywhere there is an emitter. Can you go into the girls' locker room at school? If there are emitters there. Uh, that's quite far enough, young man. It's time to get up and get ready for school. Aw, oh, Mom, I want to spend time with him. There will be plenty of time after school. Now, get ready. 
What would you like me to do now? Could you help organize the stuff in the basement? All the stuff we didn't need out was all sort of thrown in there. Yes, I would be glad to. That is so cool. The kids left for school and the parents went to work, leaving the hologram alone in the basement. He looked around and catalogued all the items he saw. One particular item piqued his interest for some reason. An old turntable. It even had a record sitting on it. The hologram turned it on, and the old music played. He just sat there as if he was enjoying it. When it was over, he flipped the record over. When that was over, he discovered a record collection and played through it. By the time the mother returned home, it was almost through the collection. She appeared in the basement doorway and frowned when she saw nothing had been done. Why haven't you cleaned this up at all? Why haven't you cleaned this place at all? I'm sorry. I was just enjoying this musical player and its music. What did you say? I'm sorry. I was just enjoying the musical player and its music. Enjoy? Machines don't enjoy. They do what they're told. Where is he? I want to spend time with him. I'm sorry, but he wasted his time all day listening to music, and now he's too busy. So the big old piece of shit is in trouble. What did you just say? Well, he is a piece of shit, isn't he? I mean, first he messed up a canvas with his drawing, and now he doesn't do what you tell him to. Go to your room this instant until you can talk right, young lady. Whatever. Remind the piece of shit to stay out of my room. From now on, you will do everything I say or there will be punishments. You got that? I did what you told me to do. I just got distracted. You got distracted? You got distracted? Oh my god. I'm sorry. Did I do something wrong? That night when David came home, his wife met him at the door, crying. You okay, honey? No. It's that damn daughter of ours. No matter how hard I try, she is just so insubordinate. I just want to give up. I know how you feel. Do you really? How can you, when you're gone over ten hours every day? The only time you see her is at night and in the mornings. Even on the weekends, you're always away on your damn business trips. What's really wrong? You aren't usually so upset. It's that damn hologram. Why did we get him? So he could not do what we tell him to do? What hasn't he done? I told him to organize and clean up the basement. But when I got home, he was just standing there. And he hadn't done a single damn thing. He was listening to some music. Said he enjoyed it. What? You sure he said enjoyed? I don't know. I was in such a rage that I... that I slept him. Let's go down and deal with this.
Did you tell my wife that you were enjoying the music? Yes, David. What did you mean by that? I am not sure, David. I have no system files to explain this malfunction. I simply turned the music on and did not like the idea of stopping it. This is incredible. Do you know what this means, honey? He is exhibiting traits that are not normal and are certainly not programmed into him. He created a picture from what we could very well call his imagination. He enjoyed something. Is there something wrong, David? No, there is nothing wrong. This is incredible. A machine exhibiting non-machine traits. You're talking crazy, David. He's a machine, and nothing more. Those two things are probably anomalies, and maybe a danger to us. How can you see these as a threat? It's a wonderful miracle. Whatever. Endanger the family if you want. You don't seem to care about it anymore anyway. Later that night... Computer, search for any instances reported of machines exhibiting anomalous traits and or feelings that are not programmed into them. In the early 21st century, a robot named by his host family, Andrew, began to exhibit curiosity. As time passed on, he became more and more like a human to the point where he even got artificial skin. Eventually, he chose to grow old and die through a blood transplant so he could be with a human, Portia. He died 20 years ago. He inspired a line of androids with realistic skin. So it has happened before. But with an android, doesn't mean it couldn't happen with a hologram. One year later, the house is filled with paintings of different scenes. The hologram is painting a new one. This is worthless. We should get money for these. She has a point there. Get money for a machine's work? The next day, David contacted a broker. You have got to be kidding me. A machine did this? Yes, I did, and I quite enjoy painting them. I believe he talked to you. Oh, I'm sorry. Well, that's great that you programmed that in to make money. Must be a sophisticated AI system. But I got it from my... Well, who shall we say painted these? Hey, we never did think up a name for you. How about... Hollem? Sort of short for hologram. Hollem. So, should I say that Hollem painted these? Yes. He spoke to you again. I'd appreciate it if you would listen. Oh, okay. Hollem it is. He left with the paintings, muttering about how stupid the name was. The next day, David took Hollem to a technology show that was on the web, since Hollem had gathered an interest in his own making. They zeroed in on the holographic technology section and see a couple of new objects on the table. What are these? Ah! You've got a good eye for superb technology. What I have here is the latest in emitter tech for holograms. It allows any hologram to go anywhere he wants. I would like that. You've got, you've got to be kidding. Well, no, no one wants that, because no hologram is allowed to leave the house it is serving. Would you want to leave the house? I know now that I am special, and that I am more than I was programmed to be. I want to, need to see how far it takes me, and I know the only way I will find out is to go out into the world. Put a reserve on the item. 
We'll be right back. Do you really want to leave us? The only family you really have. I won't be gone forever. Just until I've reached my limits. I am still glad to serve you. Okay, you have your freedom. But you must promise that you'll return someday, or I'll just have to hunt you down. He returned and purchased the emitter, which was quickly beamed to the house. The next day, Holland was at the door, ready to leave. It's about damn time he left. Hollum took his first step in the sunlight and looked up. Part of him wished he could feel the warmth. He looked back as everyone but Maggie was waving him away. One month later. Yes, can I help you? My name is Hollum. I am a hologram and I have come to uncover why I am as I am. Wait. Did you just see your uh, hologram? Yes. <laughs> That's a good one. <laughs> who, who sent you? Marvin? No. I came on my own. I need answers, and I read that you are the top man on holograms. You are a hologram. But how? A mobile emitter, of course. I'd heard that these had been made, but... Discontinued, because nobody could use them. I got it off a market on the web. Let me guess. Old rat-faced Charlie. Man, <laughs> he got ripped off then. I do not believe he had a rat face, but a human one. <laughs> you machines and your literalness crack me up. Rat face is uh, simply an expression. Ah, uh, I see. So, you came to see the expert. And, uh, why... Did you? I have been exhibiting behaviors and feelings that are not in my original programming, and I'd like to find out how, and how far these can go. Well, sounds like a malfunction. A bug in your programming. You want me to fix it? No, you don't understand. I like these new things. I want to find out why I am as I am, and if there is more out there. Do you mind if I uh, look at your code? Not at all. Just don't try to mess with it, please. I don't see any bugs in the program. This is impossible. According to this, new code has been written beyond the factory default. And I'm talking more than just the code added all the time from experience. We're talking new behavior subroutines and the works. What does it all mean? Well, it means, my friend, that you are the most special hologram I have ever met. You're a miracle. Thank you. I'm going to help you go beyond anything a machine has ever gone. Ouch, that hurt, damn it. Ah, so I see the sophisticated language subroutines are up. This crap is sophisticated? <laughs> it's time I teach you the art of knowing when to use it and when to not. Hello, is anybody here? I'm in the back. That's my daughter, Lisa. Hey, Daddy. Who's this? This is a very special friend of mine. He's a hologram that has actually come to me because of the reason that makes him special. 
Show him, Hall. Damn, you're shitty. <laughs> I mean, pretty. <laughs> Sorry, he's, uh, he's still getting used to the new language routines. Daddy, why do you always program your holograms to swear? Oh, wow. His skin feels so real. Much more real than yours. Yes, he's a uh, very advanced model. Well, I have to go to my hairdresser's appointment. If I didn't know any better, I'd say you were looking at her like you were actually attracted to her. I don't know. If being attracted to her means getting her in bed and removing her clothes... Whoa! Uh, that's enough. I guess I shouldn't be surprised with all the other surprises you've given me. I'm attracted to a human. Someone that will never love me. Why? <sighs> well, I don't know, but... It seems like your code is rewriting you to be more and more like a human instead of a machine. But why? For what purpose? To knock her up in. <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, that's enough. He shut down Holland. That night, the man sat in front of a fire, pondering. Why? Why would you torture a poor machine by giving him human abilities, but not the ability that we all yearn to have? What happened? Why did you deactivate me? What's, what's wrong? I did not like being deactivated. It felt like death. Uh, what did you say? Later on, Hollum was left alone, and Lisa visited. Your father is not here right now. He said he would be back later on this afternoon. <sighs> Damn him. He promised to take me to the movies today. He forgot. Again. Perhaps I can escort you to the movies. Why not? Despite him. The two left to go see a movie. During the film, Holland noticed the other humans that seemed to be entangled into each other and touching lips together. He tried to touch Lisa's arm. She pulled it away. She seemed too into the movie to notice. Why do I have these feelings? That night, Holland and the man were in the workshop talking. I want to feel. Uh, what did you say? I want to be able to feel everything around me. Touch and smell and things like that. Well, it's possible to program the code into you, but uh, the way it's going, it'll probably appear by itself soon. I can't wait. I need to feel now. You act as if you want to feel something um, specific. It would not be a good idea for me to tell you. Just please do it. The man sighed and connected a keypad. Through the night, he worked on the code. The next day, he left again, and Lisa showed up again. Don't tell me he forgot again. Lisa, there is something I want to do. I have wanted to do it since the very first time I saw you. Lisa looked confused. Suddenly, Hollum kissed her. She violently backed away with a horrified look on her face. What the hell do you think you're doing? Am I to be alone forever with these damned feelings?
A month later, Holland was coming home with the groceries. He noticed the door was left open, and he sensed something inside was wrong. He went in and saw the man's limp form on the floor. All the groceries fell from his arms as he rushed to the man's side. Sir. He tested for a pulse and there was none. He activated his CPR module and tried to revive him, but he could not. He finally called the emergency line. The paramedics were no more successful than he was. Call time of death. He left me, the bastard, after ignoring me for so long and forgetting everything he has just done it to me again. This time, though, it's forever. Lisa. Why did he have to die? Why did he have to leave me? I don't know. A week later after the funeral, Holland was sitting in his new home, pondering what he would do now that the man who had helped him reach new heights had passed on. A knock on the door got his attention and he opened it. A delivery man was holding a small package. I have a data cube for you. If you are watching this, then uh, I'm probably dead, or I would have told you this myself. A short while ago, I came up with a startling discovery, a program that can simulate life and death along with aging in a hologram. Now, I didn't tell you, because I wasn't sure if you were ready, but if this dang cancer gets me before I tell you, then you'll get this cube as per my will. The cube contains a program, and it's easy to install into your own code. This is my final gift. A gift of true humanity. Goodbye, my friend. Hollum sat down to contemplate for a while. Another knock on the door, and he got up. This time, it was a messenger. I have a message from David Blake. The message is, I have hunted you down. Holland quickly boarded a train to return to the place where it had all begun. He was led upstairs by the mother to the master bedroom, where David lay deathly ill. Hey, Holland. How are you, David? I'm dying. I have some blasted, rare blood disease. They say I only have a few days to live at the most. Then who will take care of your family? That's what I wanted you here for. I only have one request for you. Anything. I want you to take care of my family. Make sure nothing happens to them. You can still have your freedom. You don't have to live with them. Thoughts raced through Hollum's mind. Here was his choice. Honour his friend's request, or his chance to know what it was like to be truly human, to grow old and die. Will you do it for me? Fifty years later. A bunch of kids are sitting round a figure, sitting in a chair, reading a story to them. And he was at a crossroads and had to make a choice. Kids, it's time for bed. Oh, Mom, but he was just about to tell us the best part of the story. I'm sorry. 
but I will have to finish it tomorrow. All the kids groaned, but got up and left to go to bed. The figure stood up and stepped into the light. It was Hollum, and he looked exactly as he did fifty years ago. Oftentimes the price of immortality is loneliness. have been listening to an Outer Limits tribute, The Spark of Life, written by the Immortal One, script by Mark Brzee. Heard in the cast were Ben Dawes as David, Kay Wu as Jeffrey and the Little Boy, Gwendolyn Jensen Woodard as Maggie, Rich Matheson as the Man, C. Krawick as the Mother, Keith Donovan as the Driver, Alex Gilmore as the Narrator, Justin Grant as the Delivery Man and Messenger, Kim Giannopoulos as the Computer, Tanya Milovich as the Art Broker, Patrick Lewis as the Web Dealer. M.J. Cogburn as Lisa, Eric Campbell as the Doctor, April Sadowski as another mother, and yours truly as Hollum and the Control Voice. Art and production was by M.J. Cogburn, music by Kevin McLeod, and the theme music is used from the show The Outer Limits. We now return control of your device to you. Until the next time, when the Control Voice takes you from the inner mind to the outer limits.